the happy corner. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Happy Corner podcast with KB Marion and Amy Blaze. And uh, make sure you uh, like us and follow us on Instagram at the Happy Corner podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube because I think I, I would think I uploaded some videos from the last YouTube. Oh, for real? Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, all that great social media stuff. Yeah, do the social media stuff, please. And today, we have a dope-ass guest, very funny comedian. Give it up for Aladar Sky. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, it's me. It's Aladar motherfucking Sky. I gotta get t-shirts made now. Oh, God. You'll wear them. Yeah, I will. I was like, nah, yeah, I will. But I'll get it in the uh, the Metallica font. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, it. if you say Comic Sans right now, I swear to God. And then it's going to be cut Hava- down in the middle. Yeah, what for sure. What is it? Havaka? Havaka? I don't know. I just call it James Hetfield. Times New Roman. Times New Roman. <laughs> Not Comic Sans. I'd buy it. We'll sell them on the Happy Corner uh, Facebook page. College print. Yes. Stamp print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Windings. But- Winged <laughs> cursive. Okay, can we bring back cursive? Handwriting. <laughs> oh my god, Eladar, welcome to the happy. Yeah, well, thank you, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. We're happy to have you. We're super excited. Uh, we've just recently started our uh, segments at the Happy Corner. We find it to be just a lot more organized and fun. And we had you pick a category right before um, we started to record. What category did you pick? What did you do for the dick slash pussy? All right, starting off raunchy, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had to be. It had to be. Uh, it was meant to be. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Um, I wait. Pause. Can I'm not even gonna front. We kind of wrote that that segment for that you. That segment for you. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I'm so honored. I don't know how we got on the subject, but KB and I often break into song. We were making the promo video for the Happy Corner, which was super fun to do. Yeah, and we yeah we sat down to um, like talk about segments, Mm -hmm. and we started singing a song about what would you do for that dick and or pussy. Yeah, Uh, and I was like, well, we shouldn't use the segment every episode because some people like Jody Gand, who's been with the same woman. I'm like, he might not want to do that. I was like, but like people like Alidar, like, <laughs> it would be like, interesting. Like, as yeah, fuck. like Alidar would have really good stories. So yeah, okay. I, I want you to know that that segment was kind of written. Okay, so um, I started playing guitar at a very very young age. I started when I was five, and as I got older, I was like, okay, well I'm going to be a rock star, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be in a band, and. <laughs> there was this guy who I actually lost my virginity to and I was so in love with him like mm-hmm. I my old band that I was in we did a show at the Metro and his band was also on the bill as well mm-hmm. but this man oh he was so hot he he had like the the nose piercing and the lip piercing and like big ass gauges mm-hmm. 
And he looks like he like shops at Hot Topic. So mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. perfect. But he's mm-hmm. a, and he's like, a bass player, so I know he wasn't as talented as me, oh which God. is important in my relationship. We're gonna talk a break because we won't know. The <laughs> and, and, and bass players are always have that creepy loner vibe. Yeah, oh, they the mysterious. Same people. We might be Eskimo sisters. So. <laughs> Um, he was a he was an okay bass player, <laughs> but so the band that he was in wasn't that great. Of and uh, you didn't have the to guitar that. player wind up quitting mm-hmm. as usual. And so they had posted on because this was back in MySpace when this had happened, right? And uh, they had posted, "Oh, we're looking for guitar players," and so I wanted to audition for the band, but because they suck and so i was listening to all their music on myspace like they they weren't even like trying to say oh come in and learn our music or whatever they're like come and play a song or play this and play that we'll see what you can do so i purposely listened like for hours on end on the shitty emo music <laughs> just so i know all of their songs and i was like well maybe we could try playing that one song and then i would already know it mm-hmm. i'm like mm-hmm. oh because i'm so talented right yeah. like i have such a good ear <laughs> <laughs> so we wound up playing they i wound up doing one show with them because they were like oh well nobody else could play and learn this music this fast you're uh you're god and i'm like thank you Uh, i know and (laughs) so we played at the double door oh uh, okay and one of my friends went to go with me to go like watch and they're like okay maybe this is gonna be the day you're gonna bang tom i'm like i hope so because i love him (laughs) Because he's a bass player and... And a shitty emo band. Yeah. So I lied and I said, I'm out of gas money. And this is back when, a humble brag, I mean, don't forget, I grew, I live in Arlington Heights, so my dad spoiled me, like, to pieces because yeah. my mom died and he was like, I'm going to buy your love. So I was driving, like, an $80,000 Cadillac <laughs> at the time. So I left my Cadillac parked by where the bands play and I was like, I can't drive my car, Tom, and you live in Rolling Meadows maybe you should give me a ride home nice so i left my very expensive car and so i told him i was not a virgin and i was like i think we should do this because we're so talented and so that's how I you find this funny because now that i'm saying it i'm like i am so stupid and so we um he had to sneak me into his house because he was living at his parents' house. Mind you, I'm 15. He Ooh. is 19. All right. But I wanted Tom to be the special one. But you mm-hmm. wanted that dick. Wanted dick. that dick. dick. You wanted dick. that dick. Dick. Wanted that dick. dick. So he had a poster of Avril Lavigne in his room. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, so which, he had a tight. <laughs> which freaks me the fuck out because uh, I'm metal. And I was like, oh, I like Avril Lavigne. I totally love He's her. just a skater boy. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, what's your favorite song? And I was like, and I started singing Complicated. And I was like, uh, life's like this. <laughs> and then I started like taking on my clothes. Like, <laughs> While singing Avril This is like a teen movie. Like, yeah. this is. <laughs> um, so because I was a virgin, he ripped me. And I started crying in the middle of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, why are you crying? And I'm like, because I love you. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, I was 15, okay? Oh, 
Dar. Wow. And um, so he broke my heart, mm-hmm. and um, yes. I didn't go to the rehearsal two days later. <laughs> and so that he is Your the reason car? why. Oh, okay. So what had happened was him. what happened to the, yeah. the car? Where's the car? So he was he dropped me off at home, which was nice of him. He's like this mm-hmm. fucking psycho just said this, and so. I'm like, shit, how am I going to get into my house with my dad's... And I'm like, I hope to God he's sleeping. He was totally awake. So I just walked in as nothing happened. So I caught on MySpace real quick, and I, like, posted. And, I like, on the bulletins, I'm like, everybody help me. I need to go get my car in the city. So I had lied to my dad and said I left something at the double door. My car. <laughs> I left my car. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that is something stupid. I also pretended to like country music to go to Country Thunder with some guy. Wow. And you I put do yourself not. That? Yeah. That's a lot. Um, for that I knew like two songs because we were listening to the US 99 the whole <laughs> way there, as you would. Yeah. And um, I got sunburned, so I was a little upset. But he was so into this music, guys. Like, I, I've i never had my vagina cry like that before. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I could do this. With a slide. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah. Boing. So I, <laughs> um, I also pretended to be a Sox fan for a day. Wait, 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 you, you didn't cross the line with the White Sox. I don't give a fuck if they shitty as fuck this season. Uh, really? <laughs> so this guy was really cute. And, um, White he... White Sox boys usually you know, they're yeah, cuter they than the, the, the Cubs boys. And they usually have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, this guy did have a job. And, um, so... I was probably like 20, 21 at the time. Mind you, I already had the old style tattoo on me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. As you do. As you do. Where is it located? It's not a tramp stamp because it's Close slightly enough. to the left. I like how chicks. <laughs> Hey, if it that just is means I want you to do it one-handed. It's like a tramp It's just like, you know, it's a very cutesy tattoo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this guy had worked at um, a sports radio station that is, and he's still currently on air, and he's a huge Sox fan. And I just graduated college because I was going to, my degrees in radio and TV broadcasting, so this is the greatest thing that I'm using with my degree right now, um, <laughs> talking to a microphone. But so, he is so obsessed with sports, and so am I. And that's why I'm not a Sox fan because I know better. And uh, <laughs> wow, the shade. Really? No, I love you. Stop this shape. interview right now. <laughs> no, but because I know, if I'm going to talk shit about somebody or something, I because I already, you know, I love sports and I love numbers and I love watching it. It's just what I do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I have an unhealthy obsession with gambling too, so that doesn't help. But so I already knew so much about the Sox. Mm-hmm. I just convinced him I was a Sox fan. And so we went to a game together. And because he had worked on air, we were like, horses were badass. And that was mm-hmm. the only time I've ever been to Comiskey. And uh, we I had... I might do that for that dick, though. Like, we... <laughs> that's not a big deal. We had sex. And in the middle, I'm like, he's going to see my old style tattoo. So he's like, here, let me flip you over. I'm like, mm, I'm fine with where I'm at. <laughs> I was just like, I am... Okay, 
So you he, gave him he, some boring ass. Do you ass. think that he was going to give a fuck about yeah. that old style tattoo? Because it's an old style shield with a big ass cub C around it. Oh. Like, it's not just a, it's a cub's tattoo. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, so I just I laid there the whole time. It's just like. Mm-hmm. Tell him you was thinking about getting the sex tech too. Like you, or you are required to convert side. it. See, see you how you have converted to the side. I'm gonna put the sax one on the other side, side. and then They're just put the rivals. bears down my ass. Yeah. <laughs> right down the middle. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> because I already have a tattoo on my butt. I don't feel like. Wait, you have a tattoo on your ass? Oh fuck yeah, I do. What is it? <laughs> it's two little paw prints. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> what kind of baby Eve shit is that? Like, on your butt cheeks? Yeah. I've tattooed a butt cheek before. I, I have. Uh, this is Joe DeGan. He's uh, <laughs> an audience member from yeah, yeah. the thoughts from the audience. So, uh, as a person who's tattooed a butt before, what was it? Was it like something commemorative or something memorable that made you want to put a tattoo on your butt? So this is <laughs> what ha- happened. Was uh, my dad? Uh, so I. In, in in the state of Indiana, I don't know if it's still this way, but back when I was 16, you could be 16 years old to get a tattoo with your parents with mm-hmm. you, and they mm-hmm. sign a waiver. And my dad has dozens of tattoos, like thousands, I feel like. He's completely covered. So I told him, I'm like, Dad, I want a tattoo when I'm 16. And he, I finally convinced him that would be the best idea for a 16-year-old to get a tattoo. <laughs> he said, okay, he's like, no swear words, no tramp stamp, no nothing, no nothing. So I got the tattoo for my mom. And yeah, so it's really cute. So it was, and I actually was inspired. I'm making fun of your old baby mama butt tattoo. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of your mama's butt tattoo now, but I, no, but so so anyway. So I had already gotten tattoos by the time I was 16. Um, so which shouldn't surprise no, nobody. But so my I see my dad come home one day, and he's like walking a little funny. I'm like, Dad, are you okay? And he's like, Yeah, I'm fine. Like you're walking like you just shit yourself. He's like, oh, I got a tattoo. And I'm like, where? On your thigh or something? He's like, no. Like, okay, is it on your, like, hips or something? Like, you're walking really weird. And he goes, sometimes just as a dad talking to a daughter, some things you don't need to know. And I was like, why? Did you get a tattoo on your ass? And then he starts busting out laughing. Okay. (laughs) Great business. What did he get? He got a skull with crossbones with, like, cartoon looking eyes and it says here's looking at you kid (laughs) he didn't show me the real comedian in your family yeah he didn't show me and i didn't know what it actually looked like until later because now my dad's on facebook and my dad when he goes out with his motorcycle buddies they like to like moon people it's i'm like my dad's ass is on facebook like (gasps) mind you i've also been naked on the internet before i'm like that is uncomfortable Was it consensual? Was it consensual? Yes, yes, okay. yes. No, okay. I was, uh, I was sure. doing nude modeling because oh. I'm so pretty. And, um, <laughs> yeah. No, do you want to see it? It's not like in a... It's just right on my... Oh. I mean, I'll show you my... <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to see it. See, the problem is I didn't wear boxers, so I don't have anything. Oh, sorry. I was wearing wearing it. She had to, like, sort uh, it okay. out. Let me okay. see. See, it is... Turn. It's just cute. Oh, it's it's just, right on the yeah. bottom. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, that's not fair. I want a tattoo on my ass. And um, he laughed and told me no. And uh, But I kept asking him. And he's like, okay, here's the deal. Get straight A's and you'll get it. 
Motherfucker, bitch, I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I got it. So. I kind of want one now. Like, yeah, but it was really weird because I'm like laying on the table. And he's like, okay, well, how do you, where do you want it? Do you want it like coming out of your crack or going into your crack? And I'm like, no, I just want it like right on the juicy part. Underneath edge of the butt. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he like had to like grab my ass and just like, and it. It took about 15 minutes, but it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm sure. Because I'm like, oh my God, do not fart. Oh my God, do not fart. Oh my God, do not fart. <laughs> How many tattoos do you get? 15? Yeah. They're How many do you get? I don't know. A lot. A lot. Probably around the same amount. I was like, I lost count. Yeah. All right. New topic? Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Pick from the fedora. I, I don't want to know what my words are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah about the haha. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> this topic is talking shop about talking comedy. Talking shop. Talking shop. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm so lucky like... to be in such a room with very funny people. It's very intimidating. I'm not it's even not gonna lie. It's not intimidating. You know, but friends. like, yeah. well, yeah, but it's. I just love watching you guys on stage. You're very well. No, you're very funny. But like, no, like either Nick Foscaris is here, Joe Degan, Amy, and Timmy Blaze, and KB. Like, you get. I just love watching you guys on stage. It's so fun. Aww. I like watching you on stage. I don't get to see it often. You know, but, it's, uh, it's but I don't so work Tuesdays now. It's like you come awesome. and hang out at and come Mojo's. to Mojo's, which yeah. happens every Tuesday. In Plainfield, in Just, downtown Plainfield, in the Speakeasy, in Mojo's. Which is my favorite mic between... So my favorite, I think, mic of all time, it's at the Gallery Cabaret in the city. Uh, oh. Ran by... I want to Na- do that show You so have to. Bad. It's ran by uh, Martin Fleshman and Na- Natalie Grace Elford, who are two amazing people. And as a comment, it's, but it's so popular and they cap the list. So you have to get there super early. Yeah. And, you know, like we were talking about, like we both work and we, uh, I'm talking about Joe Degan, but like Joe Degan, like uh, the last one you were saying how you have a job and there's just some things that like, if I did not have a job or, you know, worked, even if I worked 30 hours a week, I would, doing comedy, I think would be easier for me. Um, or, you know, and I have two little ones, mm-hmm. but in the summer they're not with me. So I'm like comedy all day long. Yeah. Um, but then my boss is a shithead and he knows that. So he makes me work. But so, but that mic, it's just, oh, it's magical. Everybody's so nice to each other. And even when you bomb, like they're not one of those people that are like, oh no, it was a good set. They, when you bomb, they're very like, okay, well here, we're going to send you the clip because they record all your sets. Like, and if you have questions on something or if you want to work on something, let me, like, let us know. They're very, so they're not, like, kiss-assing supportive. They're just, it's an honest support system. And I think in comedy in general where everybody is trying to showcase how funny they are, like, they're, some comedians are always on, if you Uh know what I mean. Where you can't just sit down and have a real conversation with them. But those two people are beautiful, amazing humans. And I'm very lucky to have them. And Chicago comedy in general is very lucky to have a room like that. Uh, But Mojo's, man, that's... Yeah, that's a fun room. That was my first ever, Mike. Yeah? Steve Comadouli took me. Nice. Back in the day. (laughs) How frequently uh, do you mic? Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays. Yeah? Yeah. Or when I'm, like, working a double, 
the minute I'm done with my day shift, I go out to the city real quick, hit mm. one mic, and come back. Yeah. <laughs> so, just because I'm like 20, 25 minutes away from the city, so it's close. And do you... I was talking to some comics, uh, like, this past... Like, in the past couple of weeks, actually, about the the mic scene uh, in Chicago and how to spend your time. Because you can end up spending a lot of your time drinking and just chilling and that or you could keep going to all these mics and not necessarily progressing like what it how do you navigate with that because i know you spend a lot of time doing city stuff right so every time regardless it's city mic suburb mic or even even a show like if i'm doing a show like there's just there's always there's always one thing i have in my mind it's like okay so monday nights monday nights in the city i could hit five open mics so i'm like today i'm going to work on this tag and i'm going to tell this joke with this new tag that i wrote yeah. and it's not that i switch it up at every mic it's because you know we've all done shows that these jokes that we have are awesome but sometimes the audience hates you so some, mm-hmm. so i'm like okay if this tag doesn't work maybe i'll work at the next mic or something like that mm-hmm. so then yeah. i get home listen to all my recordings i'm like okay this has worked yeah so th- then the next time it's like okay well i want to switch up my the way that I'm structuring my longer sets. So I'm going to try to do this joke instead of doing that one joke after. I'm going to try this joke following afterwards and see if it's a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. See if I could connect differently or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, something that, like, you and I talked about last time when I when I hosted your show. It's, mm-hmm. like, doing crowd work and how to command attention from the stage you know because we've all done bar shows or even at open mics where nobody's giving a shit about you mm-hmm. you're like how do i not you know like how do i how do how can i get people to interact and where they're not heckling but now that their attention's on me so there's not one yelling. like you know what i'm saying like sometimes i feel like comedians like think that screaming into the microphone is gonna draw uh attention and the, yeah and it's like and that doesn't necessarily work like sometimes going up there and just being quiet mm-hmm. is more effective because it's like because then people shut up to listen you know yeah. and you know say something and it's a trickle effect of hey somebody's saying something Shh. you know i'm so sorry yeah no you, no that literally that those just working on different skill sets yeah every time you know having an objective when you do go out to perform at mics right and yeah. this next part it's going to sound super shitty but there are certain comics that i know that go to certain mics only and they book shows and i'm going to show up and fucking nail it so that they book me yeah so it's the okay today's my alidar motherfucking sky day i'm here to show up yeah and mm-hmm. yeah be noticed and you know because they always say you know, go out so you could be seen, right? Yeah, and absolutely. so, and then there's also mics where it's like, hey, it's the last mic of the night. This place has two dollar beers. I'm going to sit down and try to have a conversation with somebody, yeah. like another comic. Mm-hmm. And I'm very so like, I'm outgoing or whatever. But there are times I'm very socially awkward. And we talked about like how you when you prep for shows, it's not that you're trying to be mean or anything it's just that you're in the focus but it's like maybe i could now try to make a a connection or a friendship and just kind of or like i've even asked comics like what's the story behind that joke because i thought it was funny mm-hmm. but you yeah. talked about this are you like let's talk you know and kind of just be a human yeah 
because then it's also not like my my time to be a social like have a social life but it's time for me to just like interact with humans on a real level that where i'm not working or it's not my yeah. children or mm-hmm. you know and not to pull the yeah and that and not to pull the conversation into the one-upsmanship of i'm gonna try to be the funniest person in this conversation yeah. right you know yeah, it, like like when you're just trying to like sometimes some comedians i'm like fam i'm just as human i'm we're just talking <laughs> as humans you don't have to make me laugh. You don't have to. It happened at my my party, the Fourth of July party, where like we're like you could turn off. Like you're not a performer right now. Like there's not a microphone stand in front of you. There's no backdrop. And like I, be a human. When I started comedy, I would like defend that behavior to my the my like outside friends, and now like I'm right there with them. I'm like, oh my god, because there was someone at the party who one I don't even know for sure if he was a comedian, but the way. He, that he acted i'm like he's a fucking comedian and he is not turning it off and like my outside friends my non-comedian friends started to like sit down on the ground in front of him like it was story time and i'm like no 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 we'll talk about it on break (laughs) (laughs) all right so that's just how like that's every... what she did for that dick. What you do for that dick? Hey, what'd 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 you do for that dick? We totally did another segment. Sorry, I have such an obnoxious life. I'm so sorry, Timmy. All right next category timmy how are we doing on time uh six minutes six minutes okay we could fit another segment in right yeah before it blows up oh okay before it blows up is a new segment uh i always like finding um new shit like new music new films Mm or you know new just entertainment arts books whatever you're feeling right now so like we just talk about that type of shit so is there anything new shit that's come out that you're into that you're really into you really poopity scoop man like (laughs) no i mean everybody i mean kanye has blown up multiple times over and over but i just love him yeah i can't people they're like i can't believe you like kanye west i I, no as a as a musician and what he has done for music and like how he's just so kanye it's very beautiful so like uh when people are like he 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 has Charlie Sheen Tiger blood in him, because I've never seen somebody be so incredibly wrong and make sense, but be wrong, but be so incredibly creative and be like, ah, that's really good. That's why non Kanye fans are like, you guys, what are you talking about? Like, my husband's a big Kanye fan, and I'll be like, well, Kanye said this and this, and he'll be like, no, 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 but. He meant this and this. You just took it out of context. All these people take it out of context. And and he was right. Like he was yeah. and, I, and I don't not like Kanye. I do like right. Kanye. But like, yeah, he just and but I'm not that extreme. I like what T I said. He was like, he needs a translator. <laughs> like before he says anything, type Well, that's anything. a perfect example that's of why like Kanye, up. where were your friends? Yes. Like, <laughs> people be letting him do whatever the fuck and say whatever the fuck and nobody stops him. Because and I'm sure it's because Kanye I'm, I think Kim has been like Kanye. Stop. Yeah. Well, she has a, not apologized on his behalf, but like has 
Except we don't share the same views all the time. Yeah. 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 But hey, bless her, I guess. You, you know what? You can say what you want She's about Kim. Her man. She, that's what I'm saying. She is holding this. Do you know how hard it would be to hold that dude down I'm knowing saying. that you got your own bread regardless? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She don't have to She doesn't hold have him. to be with him. She doesn't have, that that's love. And they got all these kids together now. You know, they're so cute. They are so cute. <laughs> I I actually think the name Chicago is pretty. I don't mind it. I think it's so cute. Chicago West. Like that's so Kim and Kanye. I don't to yes. do. And what I think Northwest is cute. Wait, 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 wait. I do too. I don't know. They call this. her Nori. They named one of their kids Chicago. Yeah, yeah that newest, is correct. Yeah, the new, their newest baby. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. It's well, like and all her sisters, her sisters just had babies, and they had Stormy. Yeah. And what's the other one? I don't know. Okay. W. Is that what uh, Dream. Dream. Dream is Robert's child. Yes, with uh, oh god, yeah, we're trying to evolve into this. No, no we don't. Just, it's we're, not about the Kardashians. But like, no, let's tree. keep it she Kanye. Stands, she stands by her dude. Cool. She could leave. She doesn't. She not doesn't. Yet. And she, if she does, nobody's gonna be mad at her. Right. No. <laughs> They're gonna <laughs> be like, oh, hey, that makes sense. You had a good run, babe. It's yeah. Fine. But but no, yeah, the series of albums that came out, the album that I thought I liked the best was Tayana Taylor. That was ah <coughs> uh, the 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 producing on that and the musician musician musicianship <laughs> and just the layers of sound that he created on that album was really dope. I, I dug it. So cool. I don't know. Anything new shit that you've been checking out? I've been so busy, man. I've been so busy with, like, my normal life stuff that I haven't. Yeah, like, also to me, like, Chinese Democracy by Guns N' Roses is still new to me. Um, I... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. I, I love Guns N' Roses, and she I does. actually really love that album. Tell I used to, to cut, What's up with his hair? Why is he looking like a Muppet? What's Be- going on? Because he's old and he's Axel motherfucking Rose. Like he doesn't. He, he he was the hottest thing in the world, and now he's aging. And he's like, yeah, I'm still Axel Rose. I'm still one of the best singers in the world. He's still the greatest rock band of all time. So just, he doesn't care. He doesn't need to care. He's I'm Axel just, Rose. Uh, still super into Cardi B. So that's my thing. Really? Neither lover you hate her. That's fine. I can't wait till she has her baby. I'm so excited to see that baby. Cardi she's B. still pregnant. Yeah. I feel like she's been pregnant for night. Nine months. I mean, <laughs> she was That's literally about to pop. Yeah. That's usually and she got all these cute puppies. Her her dog had babies. Ugh. How do you know this shit? Instagram. Oh. How do you know this shit? We're friends. <laughs> We're friends. <laughs> Did you watch that me. show, the reality show she was on? Was it uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta? Or she was on one of those shows. Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Love and Hip Hop. I did not watch it. Mm-mm. I didn't like Cardi B, and then I... This album just spoke to me, man. Man, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's cool, get her paper or whatever, but, like, man. Like, like the ratchetness. The ratchetness is just going... She's always gonna be ratchet. She's No, no. I'm saying, because she popped off with her ratchetness, people are gonna push their ratchetness even further, dude. Like, I'm just saying, like, I don't, like, cool for her or whatever. She'll be fine. You're sitting next to a girl with an old style tattoo. Like, I am ratchet. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're trying to get that to become a thing, all right? So, listen, you can set up a north side tattoo parlor where it's, like, $50. I I still love her, yeah. What was Sox If you wanted to do a liquor infused with Sox, what? Hennessy? What? 
<laughs> and it's see with some coke lines next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the socks, but it's all like coke and with a dollar bill. Like I don't know. You said Hennessy. I just yeah, equate that with pretty, cocaine. That's what bad. I drink at one of their games when I was tailgating. So all right, all right, go on. Coors, Coors would be there. Hey, Coors. Well, Coors banquet. Nice. <clears throat> We're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break. Hey. We're gonna take a break. Hey. We're gonna take a break. Hey. Why do we do this? Because <laughs> we're what? Every time we just we have to sing we, about it. It's yeah. ridiculous. I uh, I can't turn it off. All right. All right. We'll be back Bye. soon. And welcome back after the break to the happy corner. Hey. It's KB and Amy and Aladar Sky. Aladar Sky is here, and we realized that Aladar actually hit. Her words. Yeah, both, both of, of them. them. Nailed it. Both of them. Both of them. Uh, it was anything was dealing with uh, rock and roll. That was yeah. my choice. And then... Mine was wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Yeah. So, we, so we're about to... And what did you choose? Fireball. She chose the fireball. fireball. Decided to do a boom and a boom. Okay. Okay. All right. She's going to do it. This podcast cool. is brought to you by Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. It's red hot. Thank you so much for that. I I did say I wanted to start doing stuff like that. She just took care of it for me. I got this. What you already did one? Oh, thank you. My my degree paid off. So I'm doing great. Hi, this is Aladar Sky from 95.9 The River. This broadcast is brought to you by Fireball. (laughs) We're drinking during the day. Ninety-five point five. Hey, do you guys remember like back in the day on WGCI when it'd be like, "Who's this on this line?" It's Ellie. It's Ellie. And is today your birthday? Yes, it is. You know it is. And how old are you on this day? I'm twelve. I'm twelve. Oh shit! Great camera. This show. We gotta get you out of here. Like, and what is your zodiac sign? So, no, oh my god, there's a comedian that has a joke about that song. Oh, fuck, who is it? I don't know. It's gonna bother me. But I, my sister made me call that radio station when I was six because they would say, Where are you from? and you would say, What side of the Chicago and then neighborhood. But the apartment complex I lived in was Candlewood. So they're like, Where are you from? I'm like, North side. And they go, Where are you from? I'm like, Candlewood. <laughs> <laughs> Said it hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is this your first or second? Mm-hmm. Second? Mm-hmm. Okay, good job. Mm, we heard that one. Yeah, we heard that. Yeah, we heard that, that, that was perfect for the uh, sound bite. I like the uh, infamous. Fireball. The infamous. After you uh, drink something. Oh. Do you know what's so weird? Like, as a bartender? Fireball. <laughs> the fireball's <laughs> weird. Yeah. No, but I've been in bars where I know that the liquor is watered down a little bit mm-hmm. and so it's weird tasting real fireball oh really <laughs> wow it's very strong i can usually oh my god you're right i because i have taken shots of fireball with you yep you've bought me numerous <laughs> and we're like hmm we're kind that of okay d- it does not taste like that <gasps> yes that's Little shitty inside. business yeah, uh, most bars, oh, mo- and I'm not going to say most bars or all bars, but a good portion of bars do that. I'm calling John Taffer. <laughs> you know, he actually had called my bar once <gasps> to do bar rescue, but the way that... That means somebody wrote him. No. 
It was they, on they, that street. It, it was he called like five bars on that street. Yeah. It's like oh. hi, we're from Spike TV and we're producing a show. Blah blah blah. And they so they do the sales pitch over the phone and then they try to get to an interview. You know why they do that though is so that the bar that they're actually trying to fix doesn't know who it is. The workers don't know. That's yeah. the reason why they do it. So when they it may be one bar that they're actually looking at. But mm-hmm. they'll do it along all the bars because so nobody knows for sure. So nobody knows for sure which bar it is, uh, so that there isn't a like, uh, yeah. I think my bar does not need rescuing. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a four a.m. bar, so that always sounds shitty, but it's a fun <laughs> place. Yeah, and I'd we do just fine sales wise. So thank you. I'd still let him come in. I love yes. that man. He's scary, but I love him. He's like, I like the when Doctor Phil of restaurants. I really yeah. like when he says double butt funnel. <laughs> Oh yeah, when he puts like the the thing in the middle of the dance floor because mm-hmm. it causes people to bump into each other. Yeah, like, like awesome, I love to touching sweaty people. Dick to, dick to ass. So, what'd you do for that dick? Dick, 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 dick. All right, we've all taken our shots. <laughs> we, did, we did our shots. Um, there's one thing that we do gotta address. We kind of teased this on the last episode because you're in the audience for Joe DeGan's uh, episode. Because we shoot them both in the same day. Uh, it's a <laughs> trade secret. No, she just loves coming here. Yes. I do. Uh, but I didn't realize, I don't think I've seen your Scientology joke. And you were talking about how... Will Smith Will is Smith a Scientologist. And, yeah. Okay, so my mom is dead, as we've mentioned, or as I talked about earlier. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> she is this that's just the truth and so when it when this had first happened to me i started writing the joke about it but i think it was Mm -hmm. so messed up and raw and i wasn't there yet you know like i didn't let Mm -hmm. the time equals comedy part happen it Mm -hmm. was just like event or you know tragedy Mm -hmm. and i was i just skipped it to humor and so when i first Essentially, what had happened is in the joke, I talk about how I got a phone call, and this is true. I'm sitting on my couch, uh, watching TV, and my phone goes off, and I didn't know the number, so I don't answer it. I'm like, if it's important, I'll get a voicemail. Or they'll call right back. I'm a dumbass, and I had posted my number on Facebook because I just got a new phone, same number, but nothing was backed up to uh, Google yet, so... Mm -hmm. Or, like, half of it was or whatever. And at the time, I it wasn't a public post. Or so I thought. Because my privacy settings were still open. Because as a comedian, I'm selfish. And I if something's funny, I want everybody to share it because I'm a narcissist. So, <laughs> as we all I'm, like, I'm like, oh, I don't know who this is. So, I texted back the number. And no text back. And no voicemail. So, the number calls me again. I'm like, oh, maybe they're driving. So, mm-hmm. I answer it. And they're like, hi, Alidar. I'm like, hi. The fact that they pronounced my name right off the bat, I was like, this has to be somebody that I know. Yeah. And they go, okay, may I please speak to Shelly? And I laughed. I'm like, okay, who is this? Because Shelly is my mom. Mm-hmm. And so I'm laughing. I'm like, okay, who is this? And they're like, no, I don't understand. Alider, can I please speak to your mom? I'm like, I don't have my Ouija board on me. Like, I, can't, I don't know what to... Yeah. I'm like, let me go to Target real quick and get one. And then I ask... And I was like, may I ask who's calling you? And then said, this is Karen. I'm like, oh, shit. Maybe this Karen person wanted to add me on Facebook or trying to find my mom on Facebook because everybody's on Facebook now. Mm -hmm. And then she saw my post. So, oh, I might as well just call her. 
Yeah. But it was an out of, it wasn't a 312, it wasn't a 773, it was no Chicago area code at all. And I'm like, I don't know who this is, so I hang up. And that number called me back three other times. And so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to plug this phone number into the Facebook search. Nothing came up, and then I Google searched it, and it was the Church of Scientology. Oh, wow. So I'm like, that's weird. And so I texted my sister, and I'm like, hey, did anybody call you asking to speak to mom? And she goes, did you take out a credit card or something? I'm like, no, why? She's like, then I have no idea why anybody would call you. I'm like, well, it's the Church of Scientology. And she goes, oh, yeah. Like what? You what do you mean? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And she goes, well, before mom and dad got married, her and her first husband were Scientologists. Oh wow. And I'm like, this is no, this cannot be a thing. So, um, I my dad had gotten home. I'm like, so was mom a Scientologist when you guys were married? He's like, well, she had just left the church not that long ago, and then we got married. And then he started telling me all these horror stories. Mm-hmm. Like, well, how high of a... Because there's, like, different levels of Scientology. Mm-hmm. She was an OT1, which is an operating feat in level one. And there's three levels. So that is, like, the third highest ranking in Scientology you can get. So she was n- knows everything. Like, I think Leah Romini was a two or something like mm-hmm. that. OT2 Actually, or something like that. she was a three. Oh. She's a ten in my book. <laughs> and, uh, and she's very... Very pretty woman. Yeah, but she like, just got that thing at that thing in the bank. So the number calls me again. And I'm like, how did you get this phone number? And they said, well, through public records. I'm like, well, if you got public records, then you would have seen my mom's obituary. And they go, oh, no, we were just going through records. And now now they're backtracking. I'm like, no. And then so I hang up the phone and I Google my mom's name and her maiden name and her first marriage name. And it all pops up as her. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. But then I click on it. And it shows that I'm the only, like, child still with her last name. So my sisters are listed, but they're all different names. But it's still the same last name. So they just assume that, you know, they they obviously put two and two together that my mom was young when I died. And here I am as an adult. And maybe they try to... What they do is they try to, like, get some type of emotion out of you. Yeah. And yeah. it worked. So... <laughs> I bet. I, I, so what What happened, I like went to work the, the next day and I was telling one of my girlfriends that I work with, I'm like, dude, we should fake join the Church of Scientology so I could figure out what this kind of crack crazy shit my mom was into. Because I had watched Going Clear um, and like Leah Romini was just really, that, that show had just started oh, so going on. so this is really recent. Yeah. I remember wow. when you went to the church. So I took me from Melissa we did a personality test that's what they do and then they split us up mm-hmm. so we couldn't have conversations and she had sneezed and one of the women that were working in the church she was like oh my god did that just happen now or have you been sneezing all day is there something in the-? like as if she was allergic to Scientology <laughs> and so they put us in a room to kind of watch an intro video but all they do is talk about the book Dianetics <laughs> they don't explain what it is they don't explain what sign- yeah they don't explain anything what Scientology is it's just all this book they read the book and they start doing Scientology and their life is great so the purpose of these videos is try to get you hooked in mm-hmm so we we wound up leaving and they tried keeping us there we're like no we have dinner plans they're like oh wait wait just do this or do that or whatever so they said if you buy the book in in store today you get a free auditing session so i didn't tell my friend melissa but i went back the next day and i was like hey i did the personality test blah 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 blah. i'm gonna buy the book 
And here I am just thinking, I'm going to do this just to fuck with them and see what it really like. I went under a different name. Mm-hmm. I said my address was at the Patsy's open mic because <laughs> I needed an address like that I was going to remember. Yeah. And it's also a bar, not a house. Yeah. And so they did another like interview with me before actually doing an auditing session. So they tried to get you to say things where they could use it against you. So they're like, oh, what do you do for a living? I'm like, I'm a bartender. Well, where? I'm like, oh, I work out on the, work in the north side, blah, blah, blah. Well, where in the north side? Like, I don't know the neighborhood. I just moved out in the city because I'm from the suburbs. Like, I was trying to yeah. do that. And then um, I was wearing, like, a three-quarter length t-shirt. And they, they're like, oh, how many... They grabbed me. Oh, how many tattoos do you have? What does this mean? And they're, like, physically touching you at this point. It's very weird. So whatever so i did my auditing session and they basically hook you up to like almost what feels like a lie detector test like you see like you know damn steve wilcos yeah damn, steve wilcos steve wilcos shit like you over there so when they so, put the fine print like these results are not real <laughs> yeah we brought in the greatest uh, lie detector administrator but at, at that time, um, like, I'm bipolar, and I'm, I mean, I'm starting to be more, more open about it, and I was going into a deep depressing, depressing stage of my life, and so they, it was just, like, e- like perfect opportunity for them. Like, oh, I yeah. thought I was doing this to yeah. be funny, but somehow they made me feel happy and feel good about myself, and it was, it's a cult, and that's what they do. They try to make you feel included and things like that. And so I stuck with it for almost eight months. Wow. Now this is thousands of thousands of dollars later because you have to pay to be a Scientologist. And then randomly one day in the middle of my auditing session, they're like, okay, Alidar. And I'm like, what? Hmm. And they're like, because I, like I said, I went by a fake name. And hmm. they're like, Ba-da-da. and then they're like, so they closed the door and they locked the door. So they made me like stay in this room and I couldn't leave. They're like, you have to tell me everything you know. Blah, blah, blah. What have you been doing? And then they started po- like, posting my social media stuff. They're like, this is what you posted on Facebook. And paste it on Facebook. Blah, 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 blah. So I like, started screaming and I started crying. Because now I'm freaking out. I'm like, they're going to fucking murder me. Yeah. <laughs> so I left. I like They let me out of the room. And then like a week later, I'm working at the bar. And these two people are sitting down at the bar top. And they order water. They don't order food. They just order water. In Scientology, you're not supposed to drink, you're not supposed to do alcohol. I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, but these people seem normal. And then it hit me. Because they were there from, like, 8 p.m. to, like, maybe 2 a.m. Drinking water. Just drinking water. They were, like, walking around and things like that. But they were there for me in particular. Wow, that's dude. Like, yeah. who's, who's Whose job is that? Because that has got to be the most pathetic most boring shit I've ever heard in my entire life. There's no way. Look up some of those videos. People have videos yeah. of Scientologists coming to their house. And it wasn't like the first time that they've done that. Like did they've came to two of my shows. There was a show that shit, Kate Peterson and I were on. Yeah. And they were standing in the back, and I started bringing up the joke again. And they were like the they were because they were laughing at everything else like they were enjoying themselves and then their cha- their face changed and then I realized where I was I'm like oh my god I'm a little less than a mile away from the church I'm so fucking stupid blah 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 so then they started just they were scaring me mm-hmm. like I don't get but they were scaring me and um, so I had to go to the police department and try to file anything but they're like they're not legally doing anything to you 
Ugh. And I'm like, okay. But so now I have a, they, they are not allowed within five, uh, a thousand feet from my house or my kid's school. And thank God, like, my kids weren't ever involved because, like, oh, then I would be like, fuck, I might as well just stay with the Church of Scientology just to keep them okay, you know? Man, Um, fuck them. Fuck that. So then I started embracing it. I'm like, now I'm getting, and then I started posting about it on social media and Twitter, Twitter helped, like, to get my message out and things like that. So then I got a letter from the Church of Scientology now saying I'm a, a, a suppressive person, meaning now I am banned from the Church of Scientology. And anybody who is a Scientologist... Good, keep my money, fam. Get the fuck out of here. And so, like, let's say you're a Scientologist. You would not be allowed to talk to me, associate with yourself with me or anything. And I'm not allowed to be Good. within, like, 500 feet of the church. Good. I think I might just do that just to make sure I'm a suppressive person. Right. You want to do it? You want to hang out with the <laughs> guys, the Scientologist? But I did fuck one of them, so it was okay. <laughs> That's what I did for that dick. Okay. <laughs> Is Scientology did good? Um, he was okay. Uh, Aww. Maybe you need to have an auditing session about that, my brother. (laughs) Since it wasn't good. Yeah, he needs to get his dick auditor or something. (laughs) I don't know. Alright. Let's see. Now we're switching because... Next topic. Meet in the middle. Ah, alright. This... This (laughs) is a... This is lively but fun political discussion. Which is <laughs> uh, like, I hope I don't get anything yeah, political. Yeah, like, like, you're like, ah, oh, do you want to re-choose? We can, we, we can re-choose. Yeah, yeah. only, yeah, only yeah, yeah. because, like, I can't, I can't talk about it. Oh, hello, Joe. Hi, Joe DeGan. We're flexible here at the Happy Corner. Yeah, we thank you. People happy. Where are your friends? Oh, <laughs> uh, where are your friends? Damn, you just told like most of the stories you just told are where are my friends? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, that for sure would be like, you know what's funny is when I was out in uh, L.A. and I saw the uh, Scientology people because it's right on Hollywood yeah uh, Boulevard, and I was walking and they was trying to tap everybody and they saw me and it was like nope she is mm. not gonna go for this shit like <laughs> you can't be gay you can't be a gay you saying I immediately look gay no but I'm just saying you're <laughs> no but you couldn't do it anyway it's cool yeah, presenting as a badass lady who like likes pussy is not a problem <laughs> damn I didn't know it was like that it's not, I didn't yeah, know they try to audit gay. the gay out of you oh Ew. Jesus that's what happened to Tom Cruise <laughs> <laughs> And John Travolta. Yes. For sure. So, you know what I'm saying? They do. Beck is a Scientologist. <gasps> yeah, he is, yeah. That sucks. Danny Masterson. It's a rapist. Chris, and Scientologist. Chris, and Laura Prepon. Christy Alley. Christy Alley is a Scientologist. Fucking A. Yeah. Okay. Alright, let's name names. So, uh, anybody else? Anybody, any other Scientologists? Uh, Scientologists, if you're listen, listening, you no, can get out. Are, they're not, yeah, you can, you can get you out. You can get out. And, just hang and out their with numbers me. are dwindling, dude. Like, if y'all stop feeding the beast, then... Because it's all about the bread with them. They just yeah. so greedy. Like, when you go to court with the IRS and make the IRS be like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> when the IRS is like, fuck it, dude, just fuck it. You know these are some petty ass. Where people are the with IRS t- friends? Like yes, where are their where, friends? Where were their friends? Not in Congress, apparently. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, so where were your friends? 
Alright, a man in one year uh, has been bitten by a shark and a bear. Oh my gosh. How? He was on adventurous excursions and was bitten by a bear. And then eight months later, bitten by a shark in the ocean. Poor guy. I don't even like being bitten by a bee. Someone just told me yesterday that some lady in the ocean was like, I'm going to feed this shark. No. And he ate her finger. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Listen, as humans, I feel like we kind of have encroached upon people, uh, other creatures space enough. Dougie yeah. Fresh is a Scientologist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. still looking up on yeah, that. I'm sorry. I'm Isaac so sorry. Hayes. Let's go through this list. Yeah, he was the next one, Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes was one. That's the reason why he quit uh, South, South Park. Park. Yeah. Juliet Did Lewis. Did Fresh get Will Smith into Scientology? Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, but I wanted to, I think that happened. Bijou Phillips. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. No, I keep was, reading off some yeah, of these Yeah, this is funny. Billy Sheehan. Who the fuck is that? He Billy Sheehan, he's a guitarist. No bassist. Okay, might be up Aladars. Not not my uh my alley. Um, <laughs> with David Lee Roth. Yeah. Uh, Ann Archer, Beck, Catherine Bell, David Campbell, Kate uh Seberano. Hey, wait, hold up. You know how... You, this is how I know Scientology is about to be really pop. That's the reason why they buying all this, like, real estate. That's how they hold their their income and their money is through the real estate. So as soon as they get money, they just buy up real estate and just hold it and make money off of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's the thing. But this is how you know Scientology ain't what it was. Is that celebrities now... Don't talk about it like they used no. to. The ones that are still in that shit, dude. When have you seen any of them motherfuckers peep in an interview now? After Mm-mm. Leah Remini, Remini, how do you Remini, pronounce it? Remini, right? I, I don't know. Leah. Leah. The fine chick that was on Saved by the Bell at the right, beach. Right, right. Yep. At Her. the beach. Ran that whole country club. Yeah. Yep. Her daddy did. <laughs> Or after she came out, and then Going Clear came out, and then the book, and then, well, the book came out before the documentary. But all that coming out, they have been on the defensive. People have been posting videos about how they got out, what people are doing. So it's like, now they say that their numbers are like, this huge number is not, it's not as like, and I'm sitting here thinking, y'all whole thing is money, fam. People broke. People are broke. They had a commercial for this in the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Wait, that's weird. Uh, Nancy Cartwright. You remember yes, that she one is. too? Because she got shit for using the bar voice for the church. Yep, she did. Uh, Erica Christensen, who was in like Swim Fan, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were like who? Their, their uh, list of people was dwindling down. They just holding on to Tom Cruise at this point. Tom Cruise, yeah. Sky Dayton. Yeah, we. I think you've entered the C list. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. yeah, Jenna Elfman. Oh, an Elfman. Yeah. But is Dan- Why isn't Danny's name there then? It is. It's right under her. Oh, so Danny Elfman is too. Or no, Richard Elfman. Yeah, yeah, not Danny Elfman's wife. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank God. No, he's so cool. <laughs> Jason, Jason Lee. 
Yeah, I know that one. That Tim one looks like hard. a broke Jason Lee. Isn't that what people used to tell you? Jason Lee was like Juliette Lewis. Oh, yeah, I knew that one. Christopher Masterson and Danny Masterson. Yeah, yeah, those cats are. Mm-hmm. And Laura Prepon. That's a bummer. Michael Pena. I know. Um, Donna. Priscilla Presley and uh, so was Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono was a Scientologist. Laura Prepon, Kelly Preston. Yeah. That's a solid move. Yeah. I wish that they understood they could do that. Like, just go in there and cause a scene. No, but they feel like what Scientology has this, like, they put this power over you that they, they make you legitimately scared. Brandy is a uh, rumored dabbler. Yeah, yeah she she denounced it. She was like, so nah. it's Russell Crowe. She was like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Shaka Khan, Charles Manson, he's dead. Shaka Khan's new song is good. Gordon, Charles Manson had his own cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gordon Lightfoot, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Martin, Catherine McPhee, Van uh, Morrison, Brad Pitt. So literally, if you Jerry took one Seinfeld, class, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, Jada Pinkett, what's the deal? Will is Smith, really? Patrick no. Swayze, Jerry Seinfeld is not a Scientologist. For a, for a, this is rumored dabblers. Uh, Forrest Whitaker, former Scientologist. Maybe they'll fix one of his eyes. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> That's what he offered. He like, let me get into the Scientologist. They didn't fix Tom Cruise's teeth, his dyslexia, <laughs> his height. Let me see if they can fix his eye. His gayness. Christopher Reeve was one. There's Leah, Mimi Rogers. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's my list. I'm sorry. Right. Where no. were your friends? <laughs> <laughs> Where were your friends? It's cool. Where did you guys stop me from reading that? Yeah. Give me that. 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 Go ahead. You were saying that sometimes the podcast is super happy or it gets super dark. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that there was, was fun. That was fun. fun. That's a really interesting yeah. story. Favorite theme song or jingle? Yeah. Oh, that's our shit. Mm-hmm. That's the only segment we've had this whole time. Okay. Oh, we tried the other one, but Scientology. I am, I mean, I was born in 89, so I'm a 90s kid. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Right there was basically a ripoff of the Power Rangers called VR Troopers. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. And VR, VR Troopers, Troopers. And so I like that theme song, and I also like the Beetleborg theme song. Beetleborg is shit. Oh, my God. I didn't know I knew this until just now. Oh my god. Yeah. This Can you pull up the Beetleborg one? Oh yeah, here's a Beetleborg one too. Yeah. That was that, that was a bootleg Power Rangers. Yeah. It like was. It, it was and then they had the audacity to put it on like <laughs> after Power Rangers. Yeah. It was, but they had some better episodes than Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, there's Zordon was the dude that lived in the house. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> books. Yeah. Wow. So, um, I mean, Power Rangers had the best theme song of all time. Like that. That's just like. It was just so majestic and powerful, mm-hmm. like the guitar solo. Yeah, everybody was, um, <laughs> everybody was a fucking Power Ranger during that intro, man. Yeah, I was. I liked Trini. Fuck Kimberly. Trini was my favorite. Thank you. You're I welcome. agree with you. Thank yes. you. But she's dead. Um, so yeah, she a lot dead. of them are dead. Yeah. Like a lot of the Power Rangers. <laughs> hey, listen. Someone just told me that the you know the bad bitch from like the girl band Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad bitch, the rapper, she died, and I didn't oh. know that, and I'm really upset about right. it. She was my favorite. It was like a battle. She was the always bands. the. She was always the girl going, "What, what, what?" what? <laughs> they were in. A, How did they go again? Uh, they were gone. They were on uh, "Bring It On." What, 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 what? There's three of them, right? Yes, yeah. two of them were in "Bring It On." On the Clovers. It was like the new little TLC, right? Yeah, that black. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I know who you're talking Maybe about. Maybe L A Q. Yes. Hey. Yui. Ned. Guess who on one of these songs? JC. JC. Yeah, they, say. Sure, they sure did. Oh, they yeah, sure. I remember that song. Boom, like it made a way. Wasn't that them? I think so. Oh, yeah, it's right oh. here. It Bring says it it's on to me. with NSYNC, even though it's just JC. That's Give bullshit. JC his props, man. Right. Yeah. That's some bullshit. I also think of really, I mean, the most nostalgic theme song for me is outside of Power Rangers. It's the Pokemon theme song. Oh, yeah. Mm. Just I have three Pokemon three. tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah Pikachu is by my Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a Pikachu. Let me get a Pikachu. Um, no, but like I, I also, I mean, you, you guys were talking about like TV jingles like before, like we went on, uh, the Empire carpet, just the guy. <laughs> okay, Jake Brunig. Yeah, yeah, that was Jake Brunig. Um, my favorite like character out of any commercial was Eagle Man. Oh, I was gonna look at these low rates. Oh, I love them. And yeah. I remember being the, a little girl hookers. and wanting to be on an uh, Eagle Man commercial so, so bad. Yeah. We have seriously <laughs> talked about that commercial on this podcast before. That oh, yeah. and how there's a second commercial, Man Cow was in it. Yeah. And I was always the second one. The, egg. the second one they did they have did. Eagle Woman instead. They did. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: we're all we're all glossing over the most well-known, most iconic of all Chicago commercials, which is the Peter Francis Auto Records. Oh yeah, oh, is that Peter oh, Francis Tracy? Yeah. Yes, that is such a great Peter commercial. Peter Francis Tracy, by the way, I have to drive by <laughs> their office all the it's time. It's so There's yes. one. There's one right down the street from and here. And then also, um, the fuck, what was it? Peter Francis Tracy. Luna. Hey, you know who is the new Peter Francis Racy? Oh, Glenn Lerner. There's a little bit for you. Call 222-2222. I hope we have listeners outside the states. Glenn Lerner, if you, he's in Michigan as well. If you would like to sponsor the Happy Corner. Dude, I was thinking about him the other day because I'm like... He looks swole as fuck. He is yeah. swole as fuck, but I, when he first started, like the ladies were like, dang, Glenn Lerner. Like, he was pretty hot, but I'm like, you're looking old. And I was like, your commercials have been on for a bit. Glenn Lerner looked like he's the type of lawyer that's not actually gonna go to court. He's no. like gonna kill the witness. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I would. Care of that for you. I uh, would fuck Bob Roman. You're not the only one. Nick Mascaris is also in that group. You wanna you wanna threesome with him? Yeah. Bob yeah. Roman. I will make him roar. He cannot get up. He is so old. He is so old. He is like, he does radio commercials still, and I'm like, you're dying. 
I know. I like his TV commercials. His granddaughters are just waiting, like waiting for him to croak. He's worth billions with a B. I heard that information from Andrew Ferrar. Okay. You know he would know. And he would know. He would know. He He knows all the inside car information. All right. Yeah, dude, that Bob Roman dude's got his name on the dealerships. You don't even know his name. Yeah. He's loaded. Easy money with green light. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> this has been fabulous. I'm so excited. Give me that for our Is the lawyer for you? Call 222222. Uh, Eladar, where can people find you? And where can people find you, Eladar? <laughs> um, on Twitter at Miss Eladar Sky on Snapchat. Wait, spell that because you know people ain't going. They'd be like, what? what? Um, so M I S S. A L Y D A R S K double Y. Double Y. Double Y, like vodka. And then on Snapchat is Alidar Sky Rocks. Like rocks, R O X. No, I'm not MySpace, so it's R O C K S. Right, right, right. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. And and hearts. And and hearts. Hashtag bring back MySpace. No, thank you. I'm leaving all my dark times in MySpace. Uh, yeah, make sure you, uh, thank you guys so much like, for listening. Like, listen, and like subscribe, please. to the Happy Corner Podcast. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that great stuff. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye, love you. Bye. It's time to laugh. Cause boredom is just torture. Kate B and Amy have this book to order. Share is the happy corner.